I want to begin to illuminate our Christmas theme with a big idea. So please take some notes so that you can remember what we discuss. You can also view and download today's talk notes at valleypointchurch.com. Okay, here's our big idea. Remember what Jesus said about you and use December to shine for him. Remember what Jesus said about you and use the month of December to shine for him. Welcome to the first Sunday of Illuminate. This is our Christmas theme and will carry us all the way through Christmas Eve. Illumine, it means to light up, to brighten, or to enlighten. When you consider the advent of Jesus, his arrival brought light. It did. This history-shaping event where God became flesh brightened every corner of a dark world. And things were dark in the world when Jesus was born. This faith-forming occurrence of God intentionally choosing to be with us illumined dark minds. So, illuminate. I think this is an adept way to approach the month of December, which, brightening things up a bit, seems to be what naturally happens this month, right? Christmas lights, light shows and displays, candles. This is the month. Speaking of candles, we will light the second Advent candle today. We call it the candle of love. Two candles burning means there is more light and seems to capture the words of Jesus where he states, I am the light of the world. If you follow me, you won't have to walk in darkness because you will have the light that leads to life. Jesus said that, and we can read it in John chapter 8. Writing in regard to a biblical understanding of light and darkness, scholar Elizabeth Actmere stated it this way, Throughout the Old Testament, light is continually associated with God and his word, with salvation, with goodness, with truth, with life. In applying the term to Jesus, the fourth evangelist gathers up much of the Old Testament revelation and shows its summation in our Lord. It's true, Jesus is light. And our faith in Christ brings light. This is what Jesus tells us. Which is interesting because Jesus also said this. You are the light of the world. No one lights a lamp and then puts it under a basket. Instead, a lamp is placed on a stand where it gives light to everyone in the house. Sound familiar? (laughs) We find these words from Jesus in Matthew chapter 5. Hopefully, you remember those words as we have been using Matthew chapter 5, verses 14 and 15, as our church-wide life verses in 2020. I can't think of a better way to begin this month and illuminate than by revisiting these words in Matthew chapter 5. So let's do it. Will you say them with me? Here we go. You are the light of the world. No one lights a lamp and then puts it under a basket. Instead, a lamp is placed on a stand where it gives light to everyone in the house. Okay, one more time. Wherever you are watching from, let's say it together. 
you are the light of the world. No one lights a lamp and then puts it under a basket. Instead, a lamp is placed on a stand where it gives light to everyone in the house. May God add his blessing to his spoken word. Well, with your Bible or device, I would like for you to find Matthew's Gospel and chapter 5. We have read these words, but let's look at the context, okay? What we find here in Matthew chapter 5 that continues through chapter 6 and 7 is the most famous talk or sermon that Jesus gave. It's called the Sermon on the Mount. It's interesting that Matthew records this because I think he was into the talks or the discourses that Jesus gave. He really liked them. We can't forget when thinking about Jesus and his words and his interactions with the disciples, his close followers. We can't forget that Jesus was a rabbi. He was a teacher. And that really comes out in Matthew's gospel. Here's what Matthew does. He presents five speeches that Jesus gave. There is the Sermon on the Mount in chapters 5 through 7. And that focuses on discipleship and behavior. Then there is the missionary discourse in chapter 10. It focuses on missions and faithfulness. Then there is the parables discourse in chapter 13 which focuses on the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven. In chapter 18, we find the community discourse, which focuses on life in the church and forgiveness. The final speech Matthew shares with us is the eschatological discourse in chapters 24 through 25. This final talk focuses on end times and the second coming. Now, All five of these speeches, really important. They matter because of who is giving them, right? I mean, it's Jesus. But also the content. See, Jesus taught in ways and said things no one had ever heard before. So all five discourses matter. But one scholar lifted up the Sermon on the Mount as perhaps a little more important than the others. Mark Powell stated it this way, But the Sermon on the Mount receives the most attention because it offers a compendium of Jesus' teaching that has been extremely influential. So why does this matter? Well, here's the deal. In this most important talk that Jesus gave, we find these words. You are the light of the world. See, Jesus looks at his followers and declares them to be light. And he states, don't hide it. Don't do that. Instead, place that light on a stand. This is what Jesus wanted for us. It's interesting because this would have made sense to the crowd in front of Jesus. Remember, this was written in a different time, and in their culture, they would have used small wicker oil lamps in their homes that probably didn't produce a tremendous amount of light. A little, but not a lot of light. 
end, homes at this time did not have a lot of windows either. So it's not like natural light, even at night, would be of much help. So Jesus gave them a little practical tip. Put the lamp on a stand. Get it high so that whatever light it is producing will help everyone. All of this makes sense. But Jesus isn't talking about wicker lamps. He's talking about people, followers, women, men, students, and children. See, this challenge is for those who have believed. You are light. You are light. Don't hide that light. Instead, do this. Let it shine. Let it shine. Listen, 2020 for some has been an amazing year. For some, it's probably been the best year of your life. Babies have been born. Couples have exchanged covenant vows and stepped into marriage. Graduations, new jobs, and so on and so forth. Good things have occurred. Let's not forget that. 2020 has also had its challenges, significant challenges. I know many have been looking forward to getting out of this year and into a new year, but we have no guarantee that 2021 will be any better. We have no idea. If we have trusted in Jesus, though, we have light. We have him. And we are light And that's enough. That's enough. We haven't really focused on what Jesus said after verses 14 and 15. So I want to do this. Let's look at Matthew chapter 5, verse 16. Here's what Jesus continued to say. In the same way, let your good deeds... And that phrase there has the idea of your work or your action or your behavior. So Jesus is speaking here. In the same way, let your work, let your action, let your behavior shine out. And I love that Greek word. It's lampo, which means to give light or to shine. So in the same way, let your work, let your action, let your behavior lampo. Let it give light for all to see so that everyone will praise. And that word praise there comes from the Greek word doxadzo, which means to render or to esteem glorious your heavenly Father. So let's put all of that together. In the same way, let your good deeds, your work, your action, your behavior, lampo, let it give light, let it shine for all to see so that everyone will doxadzo. Everyone will esteem glorious your heavenly Father. See, this is how we shine. This is how we shine. Ready? It's simple. As a follower of Jesus, 
Allow your actions to give light so that people give praise to God. That's it. As a follower of Jesus, allow your actions to give light so that people give praise to God. Well, here's what I want to do. Let me share five ways to shine in December. Does that sound okay? And these are our takeaways. Ready? Five ways. Here we go. Number one, time with God. Make it happen. Get alone with him. Give time to scripture and then ask God to give you opportunities to shine. Start there and I believe he'll do it. Number two, evaluate your actions. Are they pointing people to you or what you may know or to your opinions? Or are your actions pointing people to God? Let's point people to him. Eyes on Jesus, right? Eyes on Jesus. And then number three, get generous. You know, there is something about giving that opens our hearts and softens them and helps us shine. And I believe we have an amazing opportunity to get generous with our Christmas initiative. So take advantage of that opportunity. Okay, number four, personally take time to weekly and daily doxazo and praise. Knowing that responding to the greatness of God, here's what it does. It fills us. Number five, your words matter. They do. So watch them and be graceful and kind with what you say. I said five, right? Well, I'm going to throw in another one. Here's number six, and that is trust in the one who came for you. If you've never done that before, trust in the one who came for you. This month, Advent, It's the story of Jesus coming for us. See, he left the glory of his home to come into a dark world so that we could know him. And he gave his life for us. And by trusting in Jesus, we can be assured of having a forever friendship with him. If you have never trusted, if you have never believed in the one who came for you, I would encourage you to consider his life, his advent, and eventually his death and resurrection and personalize it for you. It's for you. And then trust. I want to give you that opportunity today. Back to the big idea, and then we'll pray. Here's the big idea again. Remember what Jesus said about you and use December to shine for him. May God give us the courage and the passion to do that. Will you pray with me? Father, we step into your presence. Grateful for today. And the opportunity to look at the words of Jesus once again in Matthew chapter 5. We've been reviewing these words all year long. 
where Jesus looked at his followers and said, you are the light of the world, but don't hide that light. Don't do that. Instead, put it on a stand so that it can give light to everyone as we begin our Christmas theme, Illuminate. God, may these words ring true in our minds about how we are light. And then, God, as we reviewed with the verse that follows all of this, may our work and our action and our behavior help people see you and praise you. God, I pray that you'd help us to take these six takeaways and use them in our lives throughout the week to have a fantastic December in the midst of all of the craziness and the hustle and bustle of the season and in the midst of a pandemic. Help us to take these six takeaways and implement them in our lives so that we can truly shine for you. Help us to do that. I'd like for you just to keep your head bowed and your eyes closed wherever you may be watching this from today. And I want you to think about what God may be saying to you right now. Maybe there's a takeaway that just really jumped into your heart and you know it's for you. You know it's what you needed to hear today. Then I want to encourage you just to use your own words to give that takeaway to God and ask him to give you the courage to live it out this week. Just talk to him about that. Maybe you're watching this and for the first time, the thought of trusting in Jesus, it makes sense to you. Advent, Jesus came and he was born and he lived and died and then rose again and he did that for you and you're understanding that. And you're ready to embrace the leadership and the forgiveness that he offers. Then I would encourage you in this moment trust. Believe in the one who came for you. And from your heart to God's ears, just say something like this, God, I know I'm a sinner and I know my life is a mess. I know my life is not perfect. God knows that about us, but he wants to hear that from us. So just offer that up in your own words. And then tell them that you're trusting in Jesus. And you're trusting in him alone without adding anything to that. You are believing in the one that God sent for you. The one whose birth we celebrate. Just tell God you're trusting in him alone. Then thank God for sending his one and only son into the world for you. Thank him for rescuing you. If that's something that you've offered up to God, I want to say congratulations to you. I believe you are ending 2020 in the best possible way with Jesus as your forever friend. Congratulations to you and welcome 
to God's family. Father, we are so grateful for today and for this time, for all of these decisions that have been made. I pray that you would work and that you would encourage and that you would show yourself to be strong and faithful. We know that you will do that. And now help us to just have a great month of being bright lights. We pray this in the name of Jesus. Amen.